Hi, and welcome to the Small Business MBA. My name is Yasmin Ali. In this second season of the show, we'll be helping you build your inventory one business area at a time. That way, you have a few sessions to implement, take action on, and see results on before we move on to the next business area. So let's get into the first business area, and that's every entrepreneur's favorite topic, sales. Many books have been written about sales, and just as many videos and vlogs on sales have been created. All of them have the same core. What makes for successful sales? They all have different answers and techniques because every authority comes from a different perspective. At RaceCorp, the approach we take is a little different from most. For us, the answer comes down to four core questions that every entrepreneur must answer about their products and their business, which we term the basics of selling. The first question is, why do you sell? Now, I know that most of you are wondering if I've lost my mind over the break. I mean, as entrepreneurs, we sell to make money, right? Well, this is true, but that can't be the only reason. The reason to sell must also include the pain that you solve for your client. In other words, you must sell to provide your client with value. Different businesses obviously provide products and services that differ slightly from each other and provide them in different ways, and therefore provide their clients with different value. The key is to be able to match your solution or product with your ideal client's needs. That brings us to the all-important point that the only reason for you to sell is because your ideal client genuinely needs your solution. Without that, you simply have no reason to sell. The next question that we look at is, what do you sell? I'm sure that you know what the product or service is that you sell, but have you ever looked at this from your client's perspective? In other words, rather than looking at what your business sells, have you ever thought about what your client buys? Just about every market is saturated with competitors and the client therefore has a wide variety of choices on which, to, on which product to purchase. Their decision is really based on price alone. So what is it based on? Many times it is intangible concepts such as convenience, prestige, or even just a feeling of giving back. So with this in mind, what do you concentrate on when you are preparing to sell? The third question that we focus on is, how do you sell? This question comes down to your sales process and how much effort you actually put into your sales. Just about every entrepreneur wants more sales in their business, yet the fundamental truth of the matter is that very few actually put any level of thinking into how they sell, and specifically into how to replicate the success that they have in their sales. Think about your last successful sale. What was right about how you went about engaging the client and how you structured your communication with them? What did they really respond positively to? Chances are it was more than just the fact that they were in the market for your product. And it is virtually guaranteed that it was not the price. There was something in the way that you engaged the client that spoke directly to their needs and made them believe that you could solve their pain. How you sell therefore has to speak directly to your client being able to trust you to deliver on your promises. Finally, we look at why do your customers buy from you? This comes down to what differentiates you from your competitors and the rest of the market. In a highly competitive environment, why does someone choose to pay you for something that they can get from a multitude of sources? 
This speaks to your ability to, to differentiate your product and service from the rest of the market. And building relationships that ensure that you and your client both get mutual benefit. This should not be about you bending over backwards to satisfy every whim at the cheapest price on the market. Rather, it should be about there being a match between what makes you special in the market and what the key tipping point in the decision-making process is for the client. No product serves an entire market, so you need to be able to verbalize to a potential client why your specific product speaks to their specific needs. And you need to be able to convince them that you would be able to fulfill this need better than anyone else on the market. In the end, sales is then an intricate matter of give and take in order to build the relationship between buyer and seller. It is not about the transaction on your income statement, but rather it is about your right to exist in a market and your client's right to choose you or someone else. After the break, we speak to Nklakanipo Shange from Added Solutions about the importance of understanding the basics of selling. Welcome back to the Small Business MBA. I'm joined by Nklakanipo Shange from Added Solutions to talk about both his own business's four questions as well as those of his clients. Klax, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, yes. Okay, great. So let's start with Added. Okay, what do you sell? Um, we're out of media home, out of home media owners, um, but essentially what we sell to our clients is not just billboards and activation spaces and activation packages. What we're really selling is our extensive knowledge um, about township spaces and township people. Okay. Because brands were essentially not built by township oh. people, but most brands in South Africa are consumed by the township market. So what we offer our clients is our extensive knowledge in that space because I was born and raised in the township. Okay. so. I first came across you um, in Pitch and Polish a very long, long time ago where these were the core questions that you kind of had to unpack in order to, you know, explain to a panel of investors um, what, you know, what your business did. So how has your business evolved from then to now? Um, specifically from then, it was just an idea. And um, now it's a business. So I took all the learning um, and the criticism that I got during Engine Pitch and Polish, and um, I put it into practice into my Taxi TV idea. Mm -hmm. um, so we then started piloting um, Taxi TV um, a year later after yeah. Pitch and Polish, and having joined the Race Corp um, program. Um, and then from there, we then built to what we have now, where we offer media and uh, shopping centers yeah. and we also do shopping center marketing and we also do brand activations and um, street pole advertising and those sort of things okay so let's uh, let's talk about some of the solutions that you that you provide for some of your clients how difficult is it for you as the person that needs to take the concept from the client to their to their market how difficult is it for you to get to actually get them to understand how important it is to have a clear message in terms of what they're selling? To get the client to understand. Yeah. Um, I think that's usually the trick. Um, like I said before, most brands are not mm. built by township people. So 
First, you have to listen to the client, understand what they think um, <laughs> the market thinks or understands about their product. And then what I usually do is then tell them what my experience of their product has been, if it's a product that I've been using, mm -hmm. or what my opinion is about the product as I've seen it consumed in the township. And then from there, we then refine whatever, um, be it their artwork for a billboard or um, their idea for an innovation, mm -hmm. we then refine it then and move to execution. So let's talk about the, the how component of it for, for your clients, because I mean, obviously they're trying to get to the township market, which is massive, mm -hmm. but oftentimes th what they have done in the past, in terms of the their communication with their client, doesn't match the client that they're trying to that they're trying to reach. Mm. So, how would you say have been the most some of the most effective ways that you've helped them reach their market? Um, probably something that we did most recently for Nando's, mm -hmm. um, where they were launching a new shop, and I think everybody knows Nando's and their adverts and all of that. Um, but what they hadn't realized is that Nando's is really actually a family brand. And um, families do actually like to get together on a Sunday and eat Nando's. So okay. we came up with a campaign called um, Nando's Sunday Lunch, where we invited different churches to come have meals at the new drive-thru. Okay. Yeah. And how did that work? <laughs> Um, worked out really well. Um, we increased brand awareness for Nando's and also increased um, just awareness of the new drive-through and bonds between Nando's as a corporate um, doing something for the community. So. Okay. Because I've never, I've never heard of a, com a campaign like that before. Generally, I think, you know, it kind of, you know, the store gets plonked down and that's it and that's and then there's a party at the beginning and <laughs> yeah. yeah and the yeah. owner cuts a ribbon or something and, and, yeah. and yeah you're here but uh, to actually make the community the consumers aware of you know this is what this is about is 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 a very new thing do you see that being a direction that um big big brands should be looking at i think big brands should be doing that because um often in the township People like to actually know that the brand mm. cares. Mm. Yeah. The brand doesn't actually have to do much. Just the knowledge that the brand cares. You so tried. those those little <laughs> things um, that they do, like what Nando's did, offering um, free lunch to church leadership. Um, it got buy-in from the whole church, and then people were coming through to actually buy the lunch, not just to get lunch for free, because they realized that actually Nando's does care. Okay. So let's bring this down to um, your small businesses, mm. right? What sort of opportunities does that sort of campaign pose for smaller businesses? I'm um, not sure I understand the question. So, so we've got we've got our big brands trying to attract markets in in, mm. in 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 your townships, and we all know that there are lots of businesses, both formal and informal, within your township settings, mm. within your more informal settings. How is it an opportunity for a small business? that the big brands are now aware that you know things are happening in there um well firstly there's the opportunity to partner mm -hmm. and i would also think there's an opportunity to sort of copy um, because essentially small businesses want to grow as well and what i see as the culture now is that people will buy from brands that care about them mm -hmm. so if you start adopting that mentality early enough in your business and you show your clients that you care and you show um your consumers or customers, mm -hmm. you know, all stakeholders within your business that you actually care. It can even go as far as your staff. Mm -hmm. Then it actually really helps you build your business. Absolutely. 
So one of the toughest questions for every business, especially your smaller businesses, is what sets you apart from your competition? How would you say within the advertising space, um, you know, you can effectively, you know, bring across the message of this is why we're different? Um, what makes Edit different, um, particularly in the space that we, we operate in, is that the business is owned by somebody who grew up. Um, in the township, who mm. grew up in the market that we're actually in the audience that we're actually selling to our clients, mm -hmm. as opposed to probably our competitors who do operate in that space, but the leadership of that business and the vision of that business is not actually driven by someone who is yeah. from the market itself. Yeah. So having that personal experience and those personal bonds with 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 the market that you're trying to that you're trying to reach really sets you apart from from most others. Yes, it does. How is that then an advantage? How do you how do you capitalize on it? Um, like I said earlier, it is basically what we sell to to um, the clients. So mm -hmm. it makes the client feel safer um, to do business with us, and they trust our opinions mm -hmm. because they are based on experiences and not just research and data. So then, would I be correct in saying that what you sell is the safety aspect of, of, of dealing with someone who understands the market? Mm. You're selling the knowledge, and you're also selling the relationships within within those 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 markets that they're trying to that reach. That is correct. Okay. In a nutshell, what's the most important thing that a small business needs to know about selling? Hmm. You're gonna have to look at this one. Um, I think the most important thing that a small business needs to know about selling um, would be to sell every day. Yeah. Um, every day is a sales day and a minimum of six calls, six sales calls a day. And every interaction you have with every person is a potential sale. Correct. <laughs> Flex, thank you so much for joining me. And thank you for, your joining, uh, for giving us your knowledge on this important topic. Thank you. After the break, we do a wrap-up of today's episode with just a few key points for you to remember to implement in your business. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Small Business MBA. Today we're talking the basics of selling, and I want to wrap up the show with just a few of the key concepts that we went through today. The first thing that I, want to that I want to touch on is something that our guest mentioned, and that is every day is a sales day. If you're not going out and actively pursuing sales, they're not magically going to come to you. So think about how much effort you really are putting into your sales on a daily basis. At RaceCorp, we recommend that you do at least six sales calls per day. In certain industries, you need to do a lot more than that in order to really reach that critical mass of numbers to bring in the sales you need to cover your business. The next thing that I want to talk about is just the importance of practicing the four questions in your head. Every day, think to yourself, what am I really selling? Why am I really selling this? Is my customer really getting value from what I'm selling? And what is really setting me apart in the market? These are so vital and it forms the basis for every piece of your operation because sales really are the lifeblood of your operations. 
in the end it's from your sales that you get money and hey let's face facts every entrepreneur started the business to make money so therefore if you're not putting effort into sales if you're not honing your sales skills chances are you're not seeing that bottom line that you really want for your business also Keep in mind that sales and your company's reputation go hand in hand. The way that you sell and the way that you approach a client for every sale will affect what the market sees you as. So the quickest, the quickest way for you to get good at your sales, quite simply, practice, 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 practice with yourself, listen to yourself and get feedback from your clients. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode and we'll see you next week.